This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. So, the so-called Republican Accountability Pack, man, this is rich, wanted Joe Biden. They worked to get Joe Biden. They got Joe Biden. I'll have more in a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now our friend Mike Lindell has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. They're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code Jeff. Now, the results produced by all those never-Trumpers and the anti-Trump Republican Accountability Pact, so-called, are now in. Here's this. I'll go through some of these results that they uh, are uh, now responsible for. Here is this from the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights. Date, 4 July 2022. From 4 a.m. on 24, this is the U.N. speaking here, writing this, from 4 a.m. on 24 February 2022, when the Russian Federation's armed attack against Ukraine started, to 24 Hundred midnight on 3 July 2022, local time, the Office of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights recorded 11,152 civilian casualties in Ukraine. That would be 4,889 killed and 6,263 injured. This included a total of 4,889, as I said, killed, 1,862 of them men, 1,264 of them women, 137 girls and 157 boys, as well as 41 children and 1,428 adults whose sex is yet unknown. They were so disfigured. A total of 6,263 injured, which means 1,246 men 881 women, 138 girls, 193 boys, as well as 190 children, and 3,615 adults whose sex is yet unknown because they were so disfigured. In Donetsk and Luhansk regions, 6,252 casualties, 2,844 of which were killed and 3,408 injured. And on government-controlled territory, there were 5,242 casualties, with 2,643 of them killed and 2,599 injured, unquote. So, you got that? With Donald Trump gone from the White House and Joe Biden in his place, just as the Republican Accountability Pact worked for and wished, Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine 
killing and injuring tens of thousands of innocent men, women, and children. Well done, Republican Accountability Pact. Putin saw in Joe Biden exactly what the New York Times is now reporting Biden's own staff is seeing, that the president of the United States, whom the Republican Accountability Pact went out of their way to elect, is in fact a weak, doddering old man who, per the New York Times, and I'm quoting here, often shuffles when he walks and aides worry he will trip on a wire. He stumbles over words during public events and they hold their breath to see if he makes it to the end without a gaffe, unquote. Then there's the U.S. southern border under Joe Biden. Here's the headline from Fox News. Texas Governor Abbott blames Biden immigration policies for invasion driven by cartels at the southern border. This story begins, quote, Texas Governor Greg Abbott believes that there is an invasion, quote-unquote, going on at the southern border driven by cartels and exacerbated by White House policies, unquote. Excellent job again, Republican Accountability Pact. You wanted Biden, you abandoned the president who wanted to protect and was protecting the southern border, and now, per the governor of Texas, the policies you supported have produced, quote, an invasion going on at the southern border driven by cartels, unquote. Bravo, Republican Accountability Pact. Bravo. And let's not forget what the economic policies of the man you wanted elected have produced for Americans. Here are a few of these headlines, starting with this one from June of this year. Gas prices soar to record high for ninth consecutive day during Joe Biden's war on American energy. This jewel of a news report begins by saying this, quote, gas prices soared to a record high on Monday for the ninth consecutive day during President Joe Biden's war on American energy, according to AAA data. The average price of a gallon of gas is $4.86, up 25 cents from last Monday. Last month, gas prices were $4.27, nearly 60 cents less expensive, unquote. And since that was written, and reported it's now over $5 a gallon. And that's just the price of gas. The Western Journal reports that, quote, one of the biggest hits to the wallets of everyday Americans came in the category of food as both meat and egg prices rose more than 11% over the course of a year, unquote. The price of furniture and bedding rose 13.8% in price, while new cars, new vehicles rose 11.8%. Uh, and used vehicle prices have jumped 37.3% since December of 2020, and hotels have risen to 27.6%. Bravo again, Republican Accountability Pact. Bravo again. For those of us <clears throat> old enough to remember uh, what the so-called Republican Accountability Pact is really about, is nothing more than the ruling class of the GOP establishment, livid at an outsider bringing fresh intellectual accountability to the Republican Party. There's nothing new about this. Let's take a look back, I can do that because I'm older, at just how the rise of outsider Ronald Reagan was treated in the 1960s and 1970s by the Republican ancestors of today's anti-Trump Republican accountability pact. As I have... uh, Noted from time to time, Vice President Nelson Rockefeller in the day, a Republican, of course, dismissed Ronald Reagan as a, quote, minority of a minority, unquote, who has, quote, been taking some extreme positions, unquote. New York's Republican Senator Jacob Javits 
said that Reagan's positions are, quote, so extreme that they would alter our country's very economic and social structure and our place in the world to such a degree as to make our country's place at home and abroad as we know it a thing of the past, unquote. And by the way, uh, in 1980, when Senator Javits was running for re-election and Ronald Reagan was running for president, Reagan won in a landslide and Senator Javits lost his re-election. Illinois Republican Senator Charles Percy said that Ronald Reagan's candidacy was, quote, foolhardy, unquote, and would lead to a, quote, crushing defeat, unquote, for the Republican Party. Said Percy, quote, it could signal the beginning of the end of our party as an effective force in American political life, unquote. And then there was former President Gerald Ford, quote, I hear more and more, he said, more and more often that we don't want and can't afford to have a replay of 1964. If the Republican Party nominates Ronald Reagan, it would be an impossible situation because Reagan is perceived as a most conservative Republican, a very conservative Republican who can't win in a national election. When he was asked if that meant Ford thought Reagan can't win, Ford replied to the New York Times, that's right. The Times story went on to observe that Mr. Ford thought, quote, Mr. Reagan would be a sure loser in November and that Reagan held, quote, extreme and too simple views, unquote. And I might recall in 1976, after the big Reagan-Ford showdown that Ford won at the Kansas City Republican Convention, uh, I remember being told by my Pennsylvania Republican elders that Ronald Reagan could never carry Pennsylvania. Before the fall election came, Gerald Ford lost not just the national election, but he lost Pennsylvania. Four years later, Ronald Reagan won both. On and on and on went this kind of thing, just as it goes on now with their political descendants, the anti-Trump Republican Accountability Pack. Let's be plain. The Republican Accountability Pack is decidedly not, say again, not about being Republican. They are the very embodiment of the rhino, Republican in name only. They are exactly what Ronald Reagan used to call fraternal order Republicans. They have made plain their rejection of Republican and conservative principles. Had their anti-Trump ideological soulmates gotten their way in 2016, there would be, to cite but one example, no Supreme Court justices Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Coney Barrett. In 1983, on the 10th anniversary of Roe v. Wade, President Ronald Reagan wrote an essay titled Abortion and the Conscience of the Nation, in which he specifically said that he supported, quote, attempts to reverse the tragic policy of abortion on demand imposed by the Supreme Court 10 years ago, unquote. Well, President Trump, got done what President Reagan and millions of Americans have wanted done for years. But if the Republican Accountability Pact had gotten their way in 2016, President Hillary Clinton would have appointed three liberal justices and Roe would still be in effect. Now look, this is a free country. If the people behind the Republican Accountability Pact want to go out of their way to defeat the man who upheld the principles of constitutional conservatism, energy independence, no inflation, a vibrant economy, a secure southern border, and a Reagan-style peace through strength in foreign policy. Uh, and newsflash, Vladimir Putin did not invade Ukraine on Trump's watch. Then, of course, they are free to do so. But let no one be fooled. These are not Republicans. This is a scam, not a movement. If they really want Republican accountability, well, they could start by looking in the mirror. Trust me, they won't.
For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, to catch up on the news and views. Thanks for coming, and definitely see you next time.